0: from that moment forth, we can always use our words. That's exactly one of those things that we have as a people. So welcome again, and I look forward to hearing from you. Welcome back to my lovely IHP community. We have a lovely, lovely, I'm debating, Beyond spirituality, twin flames, soulmates, oversoul, or QA. I think I'll stick to the twin flames, soulmates for now, but um, the themes at hand are very interesting because for the 5D self empowered enlightened person that has been in their wholeness, so starting out with the feminine energetic spectrum, completely connected, so a person with clairs, intuitiveness, um, being able to tap into one's own oversoul, so knowing it's not only about the knowledge of soulmates and twin flames, it's actually having at a very young time, not now, uh, so excuse me, let me redirect, so um, I'd say 2005 is the year-ish that you can already find aspects of Twin Flames around and actually good information, not trending topics. So from people who are definitely in their Enlightenment soul age group and that know a thing of two or two and more of oversouls in a way that goes beyond belief systems and definitely beyond the 4D realm, which right now is completely all over the place. Um, The People who know their twin flame, they've known more than one for sure, because they have a longer lifetime. I think some people would say, How do they know? And that's the whole point. That's why it's beyond spirituality and it's beyond twin flame soulmates and the whole twin A, because for the enlightenment soul age of person, we person, we don't try to prove the things we share, they're from personal experiences. So you either you know, know it or you don't. We don't actually do the whole. Oh, you have to know satori in this way or that way before you can actually experience. There are no actual to-dos when it comes to being able to be connected to Akash, which is pure intelligence, pure consciousness. It's it's, it's the essence of life. Uh, it's actually common sense, and it's unconditional loving. By the way, there is no other route and it's not a belief system so you know while we do have said guru he's awesome and he's sharing his spirituality guruness and guidance and that is going to give enough of a, a start for the people who follow the bandwagon to begin to at the very least get in touch with their feminine a very a little bit, so that would be to become aware of their body. It's very important. In fact, the psychoeducation is what really completes the rest, and it's about um, balance. Balance is key, and you know, here's the funny thing: when it comes to the addictions that are in the denying of the shame cycle, so drugs, alcohol, sex, food and anything that's a compulsion so something that you basically do religiously because you have to do it like you cannot not do it so it like ruins your day if you don't do okay and, and i say this because some people they just get busy doing so they think because they're super super healthy quote unquote meaning they're stressing out their body to the max extent because they've decided that Only that guru of their guruship is right. And so that person basically told them to do X, Y, Z, D, E, F, G. So they do all of it without even bothering to pay attention to their body. Okay, because see, when people need to follow because they need to find safety outside of themselves, which means they're afraid of their own... Like, there's a whole bunch of different themes that are going on right now, I know, in one. But essentially, people who are followers, which are all other soul age groups, they look outside themselves. And the ones who are not in the 5DC and Enlightenment Soul age group, they are getting right now to either begin to find this balance in an organic way, thanks to the psychoeducators and thanks to a sad guru because he's very practical, straightforward, and, uh, you know, he's in communion with truth. So when he says lifestyle is about the times, and you know not about life, you're a life. When he says common sense and, you know, being able to say fuck you to each other but because you're apples and pears, he's not saying going around and speak, fuck you to each other. He's saying that people who care for each other can be honest with each other. And he's saying you don't need an attachment style, you can be a grown-up, finally psychoeducators are making it very much a conversation force moving forward. Now, while the 4D3D and all other soul age groups are using it as a guise to label and identify themselves, this is why they're just beginning to maybe claim a little bit of their feminine. And I say maybe because their whole charge state and identifying keeps them in a certain parameter of thinking of lifestyle in comparison to past stuff. So when they're watching movies or when they're you know watching bands like anytime I watch anything now it's kind of like I like a certain number of bands and I watch their videos and it's like do you have a problem because I think you must have codependency or dependency issues or you must be self-soothing about something because you see them with that that alcohol and with their uh, way of just being all over the place and it's like why are you how old are you do you know what it means to be a person who can things with moderation and 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 the reality is it's the psychoeducation that is more influential in what I'm sharing with you than anything else and I know people are like that's boring it's like well I'd say that your body won't find it boring and I would say that your actual ability to enjoy life from within won't find it boring but here's that part this is why there's other soul age groups and other 4d 3d Because some people will find isn't this boring, because apparently the drama and the soothing with external support is what they think is a high of life and that's where those attachment styles come into the mix and those protector blinders which will become like cognitive dissonance or just people like, no, but yesterday we used to be able to do this and today we cannot. It's not lifestyle they're dictating everything we're going to do you know we can't live freely anymore reminds me a little bit of the movie that i watched with sylvester stallone where he does go to the future and they use seashells right um and he can't curse i don't think we're going to be that but i believe very firmly that knowledge is sharing with us what addictions mean and what they mean to a person and uh how trauma is related the only reason there is this type of style and usage is yes economy went through this transformation and went from farming to basically building buildings and having um, technology and you know things that are here so we learned and got a lot of new things in fact if you will human consciousness right now is getting to go from the teenager adoptive child to the expanded version of consciousness the functional adult so it's not about not having fun it's about actually learning the truth behind who you are your person It has a nervous system and a brain now we have again a sad guru sharing spirituality and the yogic sciences matches up with all the modern physics and the science of the brain, he, he even will make certain times those like comparisons and say, you know, your science stuff is finding X, Y, and Z. So I'm doing the same, but I, I integrate other stuff too, because like the metaphysics, the esotericism, the astrology, the mysticism, the holistic, because being in this place with Claire's connected to Akash gives those of us here in infinite higher human consciousness another contributing role to buy 5DC land. That would be, we're all people. We all come from a parent, and that parent had their parents and yada, yada, yada in the group. So when you see a type of behavior that is excessive, behind the scenes is a nervous system that is looking to suit. It's not good or bad. It's not a good word, bad word. It's not a bummer, not a bummer. It's a piece of information Then people can do with it, whatever. Well, i used to smoke cigarettes i still would smoke cigarettes if i hadn't actually been brought to quit because i didn't have my tobacco the one that i like here where i'm at and i knew already that it was time because i was trying to cut back anyways i like the flavor of tobacco but i'm a smoker so that means that i smoke out of habit in many instances where it's unnecessary it's not just the flavor of tobacco i was objective enough to admit that part if you will other people were not objective enough to know that i know my own body and i knew always that i was not addicted that it is a pleasure for me because i could quit if i wanted to in fact i did from one day to the next my body suffered nothing and in fact i laughed about that because i was like wow did i ever really smoke but if i picked up a cigarette and my tobacco the first Probably a year would be moderate, but there would come a potential moment where I would use it again, the way that my body got used to it. Because here's the other part about being in that objectiveness. You know that you are that master, but you're also busy with other things and you're also accepting of the fact that you have a physiology. You're always humble to know what you know and what you don't know. And really, um, here's where it is silly to pick up something that you know is unnecessary. And uh, what I do is every now and then I'll smoke cigars. That way I get the flavor, but I don't pick up something that is more recurrent. And it's not hard or not hard. So here's where obviously uh, people make a lot of different types of thoughts that limit humans' potential. Because they will think of you being able to master only through means such as control. But the truth is, it's only if you actually are the owner of your own body in the way of taking ownership of the fact that you have free will and that you have a way that you're made. Nervous system, brain, muscles, all that. But the nervous system and the brain is what matters for the compulsions. And that's what the psychoeducation is sharing. So these shame cycles, there's nothing to be ashamed of. And yet shame will deflect itself. So people, when they hear about the psychoeducation with alcohol, drugs, sex, food. Oh, no. They already start getting scared, oh my god, what are you going to do, nothing? That's not the point, the point is do you notice how you are using what you're using. Furthermore, the movie is not a really great example of adulthood, Mm, lifestyle that is really poor quality, if you ask an Enlightenment soul, age group person, and when I see people that are in certain types of scenarios, in fact, they don't have inner well-being they're beneath that neutrality belt of consciousness they're in drama land they're in the depth of child black and white thinking over generalizing the narratives that they create are beyond a shadow of a doubt from movies and anything that they've read everywhere and anywhere um, then there's this idea that they can read other people's minds especially those people who have clairs in 4d land um not to mention they think they know things and other people don't know anything about them Can imagine the number of people that have hid their their thoughts if you will and their thoughts are like wow i wish she would be miserable yeah Yeah, like actual energy coming like how dare she say the world is beautiful how dare she support humanity they're all assholes (laughs) it's not funny but it's it's, it is funny at the same time because the thing is if people only thought of the fact that a statement like that is an indication of your own unhappiness versus use their time To think of another individual and that other individuals well-being and to actually you know it's just all contorted it's like where's your awareness apparently nowhere because it's on some other person who is by the way happy and loving life but you're miserable I'm so sorry that you're not in communion with truth or connected with Akash but you could be it's very straightforward it's called we all have a perspective and ego and we're all people and we all can be confident Most people, if they are, then they're self-empowered and pretty kind and sweet all the time. They don't lie. They don't deflect their shame. They'll be able to take a lot of things and speak their truth. And they actually start mastering their lovely energetic spectrums and mind and emotions. And just Kali Shiva and Krishna Leela from the get-go. And mastery of, of oneself is the most beautiful then learning that it has just to do with your nervous system and brain, wow, that, that that's just it's like the cherry on the top. So people with these uh, addictions, it's not about having fun, you know, it's actually about understanding that that's not really what's going on. It's uh, where if you didn't know, there's these studies that show which substances harm more people, oneself and others. Alcohol is number one. Heroin is the two on the list. Crap cocaine is three. There's uh, methamphetamine is four, then cocaine five. Apparently tobacco is (laughs) six. I don't know how, but I'm guessing their idea on secondhand smoke. Obviously, I'm sure this will transform in time as they find new data. Amphetamine cannabis. I'm going in order. GHB, benzodiazepines, ketamine, methadone, mephedrone, butane, anabolic, steroids, ecstasy, cats, QAT or KHAT, LSD, buprenorphine, and then mushrooms. And actually, mushrooms do only harm to users, not to others. Well, And LSD only does harm to users, not to others. Obviously, I don't know the sample of this study. um, But this was just one example of something that lists alcohol as the number one thing that causes harm to others and to oneself. And it actually causes more harm to others than to oneself. Then they have a spectrum That uh, indicates drug specific mortality, drug related mortality, drug specific damage, drug related damage, dependence, drug specific impairment, anyways, mental functioning, loss of tangible, loss of relationships, injury, crime, environmental damage, family adversities, international damage, economic cost, community. So it shows you what spectrum uh, of damage we're. It goes, you know, um, and that's just this is the source is N U T T, not comma DJ King L A Phillips L D 2010. So I don't know any of these people, but or it's one person apparently, but I don't know the person, and uh, it was a YouTube uh, individual psycho therapist, Dr. Matthew Johnson, in case you're curious, the real risks of psychedelics explained by an expert. So he's apparently an expert and it's the Big Think uh, YouTube channel that is either interviewing him or making this note. <clears throat> and you may ask, why are we focusing on this? Well, we're focusing on this because when it comes to right now, the themes are clear of either people embarking on this uh, well-being with balance, And so human elements plus spirituality, plus the spiritual stuff, the metaphysics, the esotericism, the clairs. And uh, the clairs involve us knowing our oversoul, our twin flames, our soulmates, and knowing their people, knowing about attachment styles, not to use it against each other, but actually to share and inform each other that there are things that can be addressed. And also knowing how to address it, obviously. Here's where, remember that shame will deflect itself. furthermore that most people live based on that because they look outside themselves when they are doing anything they actually don't take responsibility for their actions for their words or for their inconsistencies because if they did then they would notice their own structural dissociation they would notice how the left brain keeps moving forward and how the right brain stuff only comes up, attach, cry for help, collapse, submit, please appease, fight, flight, freeze, fawn, freeze, pause, freeze, shut down. When they're reactive. So when somebody is talking with a friend, let's say, and they start to get agitated, or when somebody is lying to a friend, or when somebody's passive aggressive with a friend, or more than just a friend. We can use a bunch of different names when people together have their little ways of doing things. So as a teenager I was very straight and blunt, as an adult I'm still very straight and blunt, in fact I don't actually hide that I'm straight and blunt, I immediately will spell out a number of lists of items that I am, so much so that people think I create a wall, I'm like no, there's no wall, I'm just trying to let you know who I am, because, you know, I mean to have a person who was with me for four years say, well I thought you would change, and this person actually knew me, so I laughed when they did say that, and I asked what made you think that? Did you not get to know me <laughs> i'm sorry wow you know i was still bummed out but i was like so surprised and shocked furthermore we had actually discussed on where we were headed so their their entire we're on the different page was untrue there's a disconnect there's a disconnect between what took place prior to that conversation and i'm only using this as an example because it's not the only time they're a friend we uh, are in each other's lives we're like family but this is where when that break broke up, breakup happened not only did i intuitively know something was up furthermore when they came at saying what they said it's like well wait a minute we talked about these things what are you talking about they kept on moving forward with no no but we're different you're wanting a tablecloth like this and i'm wanting a tablecloth like that and so you know and what really made sense was when they said you don't want this And if you choose this, you will hate me for the rest of your life. After 10 years, you will hate me because you will have given up everything you want. You want career, you want job, you want to be someone who does make a difference. That's the time and the one moment that a person spoke a truth that was involving who I am and something of what I am. And that was the minute I said, you're right because I knew, objectively speaking, I will hate you eventually, probably, because that's not what I want. I don't want to marry you, I don't want to have family, I don't want to have kids, I don't want any of this. <laughs> so, But the disconnect prior to that was the part of them not being able to immediately just know, this girl, I mean, I like her, but she's not for me, when we first met and when we started dating. Instead, they carried on a relationship without actually being honest with themselves until so when they ended it. It's like, oh well I thought you would change. That's like, where would that one come from? So again, these specifics are quite clear for those of us who are objective with ourselves, which would be those who are in that lovely enlightenment soul age group. When objective doesn't mean criticism it means honesty with oneself you can also be that same person with others which is why the people who are in the enlightenment soul A troop from the feminine who are and have always been their own masculine learn simply to allow this to part of a self to become whole and to in time refine itself. Thanks to our twin flames, soulmates, and oversoul, the people who are in connectedness with Akash in this full consciousness, is because we never said, oh, let me bend down and over and be miserable because somebody else just asked me for something that I don't want to give them. Now, the part about the uh, denying stuff the shame cycle so remember shame cycle is inner critic outer critic denying it through these addictions drugs sex food alcohol so lifestyle that you just watch movies and rock bands and just look at them look at what they promote so how are those teenagers supposed to learn a healthy way to work through their own um, mammalian heritage when they got people telling them ah well you could get distracted versus you know what no it's an emotion it's okay it's normal actually uncomfortable when you're sad and somebody lies to you or uh, cheats but you know what you can do is have a conversation and know that lying is a pattern it's a compulsion for those who have an inflated ego because they don't actually know their own self-worth like those who have a narcissistic personality the ones who actually develop and become those inflated egos that are just lying compulsively through their teeth and think that nobody can tell when everybody can tell the thing is that it's heartbreaking because they are fragile and they're so fragile that all you have to do is say one thing and they will react in an upset way because their ego's been bruised and instead of becoming aware that that is a vulnerability and not something to flaunt around and that lying isn't something wrong or right I mean it's this is where the enlightenment age if we don't divide it in this wrong or right it's you're hiding from yourself you're hiding from life you're not giving yourself a shot. You're not doing anything except for movies and what you've decided to live. like all of your friends did, or whatever. The compassion hats everywhere, but right now this is where it's choosing time to live a life that is from the heart and mind, very straightforward. Thank you, psychoeducators and people like Sadhguru, spirituality, and others who are empowering leaders. The part about being transparent with oneself is very much discussed by the lovely psycho-educators when it comes to shame. So it is very important for us to try and share the wealth of information with people so that they can one, stop regarding lifestyle as something so unnecessarily involving behaviors that really... Are um, not necessary so to to enjoy a drink, to enjoy coffee, to enjoy secret, to enjoy any type of substance, if you will. Enjoyment means you choose. Enjoyment means you can be happy and satisfied without. And and here's where um, knowing a little bit about how the body, the nervous system, and the brain is made is important. This is only going to be used as a in an empowering way if people believe in their infinite higher human consciousness potential so if a person understands that they can choose like i was saying i'll use me again as this example with this smoking stuff if i wanted to test myself out i could but here's that part where i'm 142 so there's really no point in me um picking up something like that right now plus it's uh financially speaking so you need to use money right there's no incentive is what I'm trying to get at Um, but when I was younger for example and uh, people kept on trying to say that I was addicted I had this one guy dated for a bit and he bet me that I couldn't quit and I said I bet you I won't smoke for a whole 30 days and then I'll pick up again though he said yeah I bet you you can't I said well I bet you I can and I did. Now, in those 30 days, there came a time, I don't remember if it was the first two weeks or three that I wanted a cigarette. And one of my friends said, well, you can just hide it, go smoke, and you won't ever know. And I was like, well, I will know. And then I will know that I have lost the bet." So no, <laughs> hell no. And I wasn't like, oh my God, I must be so addicted. I'm not, I didn't start crapping on me. I was like, I like my cigarettes. Uh, the ability to have self-confidence is what i'm explaining here which does not require you to be an adult yet i was a young adult my frontal lobes weren't even fully developed yet i think i was it might not even what was i 19 20 i don't even remember anymore no probably 19 or 20 yeah yeah But um, what I'm trying to get at is, people don't actually believe, not only in humanity, but also themselves. So when they get any type of information, whether it be neuroscience, brain science, psychoeducation, or a sad guru, they're not thinking of it as the owners of their own life. They're thinking of it as, ooh, I need to do this because this person told me so. That's completely different. So when people are looking at movies, and they're thinking and associating lifestyle to that, or when they're thinking of somebody explaining to them you know, this, 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 and this, it's like, well, no, but that sounds boring. They're not actually making the connectedness with what is being shared in a way of independence. They're in an identity that is based on a way that is seen in a um, societal grouping of sorts, okay? And while the spirituality process person, the person who is their own masculine feminine will be objective about all, like when this boyfriend at the time said, uh, we're, not a, you know, we're not a match, and I said, well, what do you mean? And I was discussing with them what they meant since we had chosen certain things, I was presenting the disconnect that I saw. The disconnect was there because they never did speak about those differences amongst each other they kept them hidden and in fact this is what I ended up uncovering eventually was that they spoke of certain aspects with my loved ones and I was so pissed at first because they basically said a lot of things that if they had told me to my face I would have said you know what I think we're not a good match I think we should close this relationship because we obviously are not going to match if what and who I am does not meet what you would want. The reason they didn't say this, now they say it's because they thought I would change, but the reality is they did not want to leave the relationship, if you will. And, and really it is that they put themselves to the side. They put their inclined way of being to the side. And in fact, eventually it revealed themselves it revealed to them that they should not have and so they don't keep that to themselves anymore so they learn something from the relationship which is not to hide uh, meaning acquiesce meaning except when you don't want or like or enjoy something to speak up is what they learned and at the same time there's still their own personality traits that carry on that i because i'm best friends with with the lovely wife and so we chit chat every now and then and there are things that i i remember uh that are part of this person's personality and it's really adorable and cute but one thing again they did learn which was not to not speak up about aspects that they didn't uh, agree in with me instead they did not do that and so four years was essentially of accepting things that they were not fond of when it came to that quote-unquote ideal partnership which is why then they said I thought you would change but again here's where I'm using this as an example because people tend to put themselves to the side for each other and manage each other which isn't authenticity nor is it being genuine uh, because you are actually not able to speak how you feel or think with a person that you're supposed to share your life with by the way for those who love talking about ideal partnerships you know what gets me is when those people who are married they talk about other women men they talk about things that are uh, completely uh it's, it's, it's just like things that you can tell they don't share with their loved one and it's not about the loved one it's about their curiosity of more to life than what they chose that's the moment you're like, okay, you obviously made a choice just because society led you to think that this is what you had to do. But then again, it isn't society. It's the times. The times were different. When we look at our human species evolution, the way that family dynamics were were created for reason, the way they were as a natural consequence of organization. Sadhguru, there's a whole presentation on this with family, marriage, and um, how spirituality had nothing to do with it at first. And they, you know, made it God-sent and all this stuff. So all these belief systems that 3D, 4D keep on utilizing in uh, chit-chat is only for those who stay within those belief systems. So this is where those other soul age groups are because the Enlightenment soul age group person will be a completely whole masculine feminine they will know who they are what they are what they want don't want they will not hide it they will not lie about it they will not be doing anything remotely in the middle because we don't sit in the middle we are just very much aware of where we're headed and always on the move not in a way of um where you're busy in a way of embodying what we chose and choose to bring forth in our 24 hours. We only have 24 hours, anyways, so you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. For all we know, we don't come back. People who um, sit in the middle, they in fact use substances because that's what adds to their life. In the absence of that, there's something missing. And that part that is missing really is their exploration of their own implicit memory stuff their own subconscious that comes up when they have those relationships and and if only they would address those with each other then they would be able to make conscious decisions together and the part about being able to let go when you are in that enlightenment soul age group we love from the heart and soul So we don't have entanglement or attachment. We don't let go of people. We're not holding on to something or someone. We're actually just uh, choosing to share life. There is no other objective. And so for us as autonomous adults, all relationships will only move towards growth. The only reason any relationship in fact severs, quote unquote, is because it goes through transformation. It doesn't sever in a way of ending. It transforms for us. we are aware of us being one big ball of energy of being consciousness and so intuitively speaking we already feel the part of that oversoul we feel uh, that we are family like with this person that we were an item for a little while you know we were and we still are they're part of my family my soul family so is the wife and all of them you know, I know every single one of them. I, I feel that uh, past and those past energetic experiences for past lives if you, you know for those of you who uh, think of those as true, right? for those of you who have these experiences, so we are very well aware of our oversoul and the connectedness and the uh, beauty of growing together, of expanding together and of creating relationships that go way beyond what words could ever describe. And here's where the part about the psychoeducation is important because while other people who are in 4D, 3D still talk about each other with this idea that they are either karmics or toxic or you know, energy vampires and all this, oh, you're a narcissist. You know, They're using words in a way of offending each other versus understanding each other. 5DC person is here to enlighten with enlightenment as the soul age group. And to say, you know, polyamorous is not a bad word and it has nothing to do with sex, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's why there's grade A. If you look at all the terminologies that are out there, a person who's in the enlightenment soul age group will know why they're there. And we also know why, of course, it seems ridiculous to a 3D, 4D person. Because it's very straightforward for some people what uh you should want or not want but that's because they think they can know what anybody else would want or not want and and the reality is they're not minding their own business (laughs) in a certain way meaning um when it comes to interpersonal relationships there doesn't have to be a structure that uses something that comes from ancient times the people who are in religious beliefs they're supposed to quote unquote supposed to be in 3d That 4d is always talking about source and universe and how they are sensed they are anointed this and this and that so you know it's, it's kind of right there that structural dissociation they're disconnected from what they're saying and what they are um, thinking they are and a lot of other things when you're linear while being circular or actually spiral <laughs> so when you are in a sphere of masculine and feminine, that spirituality process, you are not a stickler for words. It means you understand the concepts for what they stand for, and furthermore, we know that time is impermeable, so there's always a different date. The past cannot be repeated because it is done. Time doesn't exist, though, because we are one. And this is where um, it's not because you're gonna experience something that will all of a sudden change something that's not how manifestation works these words that we've been using they've led us to today into where we're headed in the new year and moving forward which is more of a conversation that involves multi-disciplines it involves being a person it involves being a uh, those of us who are connected in a way of um, the ethereal realm, so hypersensitive, so we pick up, on more than than just um, the people around us. That's why we channel. The channeled guidance for me is supporting the enlightenment soul age people to hear what it's like to be here as an infinite, higher human consciousness person. And that is where functional adult is what this means, using my prefrontal cortex, using my ventral vagal state, using my ability to explain to you what I've gathered and what I keep gathering from courses that support me to be a better mentor besides a uh, good inspirer of human potential when it comes to our podcast episodes and, you know, helping to share the lightworkers journey with this is really awesome, by the way, because being a person is awesome and it doesn't take a genius to know when people are not themselves which is always when they're hiding their own feelings but they're not hiding them they don't even know because they're not paying attention to their charge state states because nobody talked to them about it until recently (laughs) and uh those of us though who were already connected to our ventral vagal state we we've known our charge states forever which is why we're here and uh, that's why like with this uh, boyfriend story that I told you I was upset because they showed me that they didn't know how to speak to me their truth but then when I did think about it I knew exactly why they did it because they knew what I would have told them and they didn't want the relationship to end so they chose out of fear to hold their mouth and yet four years down the line i find myself being you know broken up by <laughs> because i didn't change which is a bullshit line fyi but it's not a bullshit line for the person who doesn't recognize that they're putting their own self to the side for another person out of the habit of people speaking about relationships as if there's something you must uh, give up <laughs> so it's like that's not a relationship in my book or in the Enlightenment. Soul Age group, book it's uh that's something called depending on each other maybe i don't know like for us relationships mean and means you you be you i be me of course we will try to be there for each other but we also understand everybody has a life that everybody's busy and then when it comes to people not being able to empathize that's because most people don't actually hear each other in the absence of the ego all those other soul age groups so um, there's different variables that we could look at but as we move forward in this new societal culture the ability to converse about relationships as functional adults is what's going to grow and thanks to Sadhguru the ability to bring those who are in a spiritual journey will grow as well because spirituality of Sadhguru and the psychoeducation go hand in hand. Human evolution and expansion of consciousness, the consciousness planet movement, is about people learning that addictions, drugs, sex, food, alcohol are not cool. They're a way that people can cope with things that instead they don't have to cope with. They can actually talk about their feelings and understand that we all have what is called uh, unresolved trauma or trauma that builds because we all were infants who were born. Like there's a whole science behind it, again, that explains how beneath every one of our behaviors is a nervous system that has only three ways. It will be it will be red, hyperarousal, yellow hypoarousal, or green ventral vagal. The green ventral vagal, and this is Stephen Porges with the polyvagal theory, means you're safe and social and grounded you're calm you're collected you're equanimous you're nuanced this is the functional adult you're forgiving you have compassion you know that people can fuck up you fuck up this is not an issue we don't have sensitive egos we're not yelling oh my god we're not out there being little you know uh, whatever's actually saying dude 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 and "do dudettes get it together man don't worry the structure will move forward we just need to keep doing what we're doing you don't need to shout at each other that's not going to change anything it just makes for a lot of loud annoying noises for those of us who are trying to enjoy because guess what again no asteroid hit us today so we still have air i think that there's more important things to focus on than the local gossip and the weather news that is going to naturally move into new direction the book that made a huge impact for me is one of the books that I read for the first part of the inner growth mindset book and that would be the sociology book that um, let me see if I can find it maybe I have it here I don't know but um, the book basically says it's about societal culture social culture and it explains how our culture comes to be born and they give the example of a man all alone on an island who begins this routine and this routine is he washes his feet and, and every morning he does this and that and all of a sudden there's two new people on this island and these people are wondering why this guy washes his feet every morning So they end up coming together and they start to try to figure out why this person washes their feet every morning (laughs) and they decide. Once a concept becomes universally accepted, that is when it becomes part of societal culture. So this is where the enlightenment person already intuitively knows this even though we don't. So we won't be speaking in these examples when we're younger, but as we move into our actual adulthood we learn to see the the life that is a rainbow of colors and gray in the way that is beautiful and in fact every one of those twin flames and soulmates and oversoul experiences are what get us to be here and the people who are ready to embark on the journey of being able to share love with each other unconditionally are the ones who are ready to say stop shouting at each other stop telling us what not to say because you want to you know talk about yourself this way and I want to talk about myself this way Um, enough with the ego talk the ego sensitive people we're not going to be this uh, political correctness out of people who don't uh, understand that bureaucracy moves because we vote bureaucracy moves because we talk not because we shout the shouting is unnecessary the biological rudeness is why people are shouting so we'll understand what we'll do is move away and not engage and we'll talk in fact with people who are grown-ups because grown-ups get to have laughs together and not have to worry about some ego turning around uh, and hiding something because they're too afraid to speak their truth because they don't know about shame cycles. Or blame cycles, or fault cycles, or revenge cycles for that matter, and they actually don't know that evil does not exist, that what exists is immaturity, an adaptive child response, and the red and the yellow of the nervous system that is in a hyper arousal or hypo arousal, implicit memory system. So, the fact that a person, when they start to get agitated, their ears close, they actually don't hear what you're saying and overgeneralizing omnipotency and thinking that they can tell you who you are because that's the way their brain tried to learn how to navigate their home. And when they would fuck up, obviously that meant something not very pleasant probably, which means there's a feeling of shit, I got it wrong. Then the whole illusion of power control because people just think about each other wanting to have power over each other. Apparently nobody trusts anybody. And uh, this is all... 3D, 4D, adaptive child land, which is not the land of enlightenment, so age group people. Or, or 5D-ness, because, you know, at the end of the day, teenagers do this stuff, and the adults don't. And, in fact, starting to share how it's important what we are feeding on TV is is what's going to come up. And I know already some people will not like what they have to hear but it's it's something that needs to be talked about not shouted about talked about the psychoeducation the trauma research that's why it's going to be talked about because when science proves something they can't deny it and so as our lovely species enlightens those who want to live their life according to forest rules I'm so sorry that you don't live in prehistoric earth anymore or medieval time earth anymore I'm so sorry you know but It is what it is. And so the conscious planet is about thoughts and emotions. And people that have clairs, we actually are in a pretty good spot. The ones who are in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, thanks to our twin flames, soulmates over souls, and the ability to exchange um, a lot of experiences so far together. The ones that uh, did not move into their wholeness, you will, uh, that's where people find drama land enticing because they're afraid to move into being a grown-up because that would mean they would have to allow themselves to be vulnerable and that would mean authentic and genuine and so they're still actually in a place of thinking of themselves as not worthy, self-loathing, self-love deficit. Uh, It's basically, no, I need to meet those expectations. This is why it's only their masculine that's leading the way. Because their feminine gets squished. Because they decide that they must match some person or some external's uh, demands. And don't realize that that's called fear. And it's you still, this uh, nervous system trying to please appease that social external. Which is something natural in a shame cycle critic outer critic denying with addictions drugs sex food alcohol isolating withdrawal anything extreme by the way so there are people that go far far away in the middle of nowhere and they think that they have expanded and enlightened watch them come and walk amongst the people and let's see how they treat each other and then we'll let you know as an enlightenment so age your person will treat each other with only love and kindness not because they live in the mountains because they understand that we're all people. And we all can have, uh, again, reasons that we don't need to know that it's the biological rudeness. We just know it's not evil. And we know that we care enough to dare to do what's unpopular and to share the truth of how we feel about something, no matter what it means, because we're not afraid of the truth. Because relationships are not about attachment or defending they're not about entanglement or dependencies they are built because people choose because they actually are inclined to be interested by the way their hearts call each other people love to hang out with each other that's why they do it the people who are used to having drama they don't realize that they can have more they think that those addictions and lifestyle choices are life is all about in fact i had a couple of people that i've met recently say no don't tell me i don't i don't want to do you know they think i'm trying to say quit this or quit that i said i'm not saying to quit anything i'm saying that once you uncover your actual self and you allow your disinflated thing to go away you'll live 20 times happier because you'll be your this this self that you created that is a fake Once it's enriched because from within you feel worthy, you'll be quote-unquote invincible. And here's where once they create a relationship with their body, they'll also notice how their body feels when they do certain things. And that will mean that they will notice the unhappiness, kind of like with my cigarettes. I'll close out with that one because with my cigarettes, I love my tobacco. But because I'm a smoker, I have a habit of smoking lot more than what the ideal number is which is three and um, of course I can tell I can tell from a lot of things now the funniest part is that when I quit smoking the first thing I noticed was that I got warmth back in my fingertips and my toes (laughs) that was funny (laughs) because I was like "I, I don't feel any difference my lungs are still working just fine I was like I think I never inhaled but my hands I was like gosh my fingers they're warm and that was when I found out actually that it affects the skin a lot and if there's one here and I'll let you go the cute thing is that there was a one of my fingers my ring finger that was healing from this thing which was connected also to heart chakra by the way and I remember it was taking forever for this little rash to go away once I quit matter of days I think my finger healed Uh, there were other things that also took place I was like okay this must have freed up here and there yes it's related to my lovely oversoul but for another time in the meantime definitely rejoicing our loved ones is something we do and we try to support those who do want to move out of these shame blame and uh, fault revenge cycles and loops the best that we can do is to inform with the psychoeducation And the aspect of it being normal for people to be afraid to speak their truth because of, you know, naturally being inclined to all be, hey, what does the parent want? Those of us who are not, we're, we're, as some would term, the lucky ones. But I would say we just, you know, we just, I don't know. I don't like to think of it as luck, but I'll use it if I have to. I would say that our bodies did what every body will do, body and then our minds allowed us to navigate that linearity of love. As a human being, we all know what it's like to be heartbroken, so in my book, it's not luck, it's that I'm a person, you're a person. If it hurts your feelings, why would it not hurt mine? But if you are not able to be in a state of love, that doesn't mean I can't love me and be okay. So I I can learn how to be in a state of love. And in fact, that's the ventral vagal state when engaging with those who are in their biological rudeness. It's not hard. It's actually very easy for us to be in compassion because we already love. And that's the biggest difference. Right now, the shame cycle people who are in the love cycle are able to see this, this unconditional love that they didn't know from the body heart and mind and so they're learning balance and they're learning to speak authentically and they're learning about twin flames and soulmates and oversoul from a place of being an adult forgiving nuanced and actually learning to truly communicate with loved ones from their heart not disconnected from who they are but actually connected and willing to say i'm gonna say Fuck you because that's how i feel right now but i, I want to talk about it too you know so really nice to be able and meet people that are adults like that because uh, if there's a biggest bummer is when you uh, meet people that don't live to their heart's potential at least in a way of choosing so it's it's not about 5d or not it's actually about person saying no this is who i am i'm a limited consciousness i take it like i've met people that are in this this is who i want to be at least they're charged in a way of this is what I've done and chosen the ones who they don't they don't actually know what they're missing out on and they think they have it all because of a couple of movies or more that make it look like they have you know who knows what going on but um same time again patience patience is a virtue so it might not be this time around that they'll be enlightened more to their feminine but they will, in time, be connected to their body. It's just, uh, you know, a little bit more psych education, a little bit more of moderation. Definitely, the structure is updating as well. Learning balance is very important, and they are still in the midst of transformation. So let's support the uh, love. Let's support each other, and let's help uh, twin flames, soulmates, oversoul, all of those lovely relationships uh, beyond spirituality to understand words not use them to throw it at each other but just to be able to talk and have open fun conversations also learning the difference between truly being in the enlightenment soul age group versus not uh, for those who are actually curious on a human scale and moving beyond all belief systems as well being able to be that spiral, so we're not linear at in any way, shape, or form. We do multidisciplines all the time. Um, switching back and forth, you know, and uh, not needing to understand. We get the gist of things, and then we keep talking until we do, and we ask questions. So being able to just, you know, enjoy what is life very easily. The ventral vagal state, grounded, calm, collected, compassion for self and others, somatic empaths, functional adults, 5DC in the Enlightenment Soul Age group. I'll see you guys again soon. Have a wonderful day.